is a mobile IV infusion group. Uh, they can do everything from cold and flu, COVID uh, regeneration, fat burners, more energy, B12 injections, uh, prenatal care for all your rough days, athlete recovery, and the hangover cure. Guys, first off, I went to school with this dude who uh, has this place now or is part of it, Mr. Justin Frost. Thank you for being a sponsor. And uh, let me tell you, they do weddings. They'll come to your house. They come to your office. They'll come to wherever, maybe even your podcast studio. And uh, I just want to tell the folks over at Alive and Well Hydration, I plan on using y'all. Uh, heck, I'm going to have to with the way that my year's going or the way that my year's going to end anyway. So y'all do me a favor. Y'all go look up Alive and Well Hydration here in Middle Georgia now. New with us this month is C. Martin Construction. My buddy, Dennis Farmer's granddaddy, started it back when he was 16 years old, and my buddy Dennis took it over here recently. They offer everything from site prep, uh, demolition, pond digging, grading, land clearing. Uh, my buddy Dennis is cool as hell. Y'all make sure y'all go check them out at C. Martin Construction. They have a money-back guaranteed uh, if you don't like their service, then they'll make it right with you. I know these folks personally, and as far as construction goes, I think you'll be in damn good hands. So give my guy a call now at 478-283-1246. Call Mr. Dennis Farmer at C. Martin Construction now. How about some cowboy stuff? My buddy, old friend, Chris Sapp, owner of Desperado & Company over at the Pooler Tanger Outlet Mall. They are in Suite 611. They offer all kind of Western wear. Boots, toddlers, youth, women's, men's, everything. They have Ariat wallets, phone cases, men and women's jewelry, uh, Montana silversmith, belt buckles, Ariat belts for men. They offer clinch. Ariat and Wrangler are their main brands of clothes. Lots of exotic boots. Uh, guys, I saw some of the stuff that they're bringing me and some of the stuff I get to try on. Let me tell you, there's a lot of great Western wear places that are up in Nashville that I get to go to. This place compares to every single one of them. So what I need you guys to do is look up Desperado and Company, Chris Sapp. Their phone number is 912-604-0389. Go check them out. 
get all turquoise the hell up, get all westerned up, look like a cowboy cowgirl. Western fashion is the coolest shit to me, by the way. And uh, the fact that they're on board as a sponsor now, I can't wait to try on some of the stuff that he has sent me and everything that they have sent me in pictures uh, to get my size in. Dude, it's all banging. It's all awesome. So look up Desperado and Company now. Mr. Chris Sapp, once again, the Puller Tanger Outlet Mall Suite 611. Let me tell you about the wonderful Miss Vicky down at Dolly's Delights. This time of year is when every one of y'all are looking for something to give your coworkers, your friends, your family, whatever, whoever. And let me tell you, she does these wonderful gift baskets. She brought me one to the studio yesterday. She wanted to change her ad up a little bit, and she wanted to give me a preview of what you guys can get. Now, look, I got some great candy, also some other cool things for men, and plus, I guess you knew I like candles. She obviously went all out for this basket, trying to uh, put on a good show for me, and she did. So, everybody that is associated with Raising Grace Studio will be getting one of these gift baskets for the holidays, and I recommend you guys get them, too. Now, she told me that this is one of the more expensive ones, but if you don't feel like spending a whole lot of money on one, she's got some for around 30, 40 bucks as well, and she can supply your whole office, your whole school, whatever. So, Miss Vicky at Dolly's Delights, thank you. If you want to get in touch with her now, call her at 478 231 7237 or go visit her at 5122 3rd Avenue, Eastman, Georgia. Now, a couple days ago, I did a show with Miss Lori from Lori's Dive-In over in Alamo. She brought me and Gracie all types of food, even a keto pizza, a cauliflower pizza. I've never ate anything like that before in my life. And let me tell you, it was banging. The wings were amazing. She does this special mix-up with lemon pepper and buffalo, and it's out of this world. Her wings are cooked better than almost any place I've ever been um, so what else did she bring us? She brought us fried Oreos. She brought us fried pickles. Uh, the barbecue was awesome. The hamburger was banging. When you go there too, folks, you can go back and listen to the whole episode between me and her. Her staff is awesome. You feel like you're at home. It's just the best little place around. I know whenever we go through Alamo or I'm going down 16, I'm going to divert myself to go get lunch there. Y'all, please go check her out. Her phone number is 912-568-1645. It's on Commerce Street over in Alamo. You can't miss it. It's Lori's Dive In. Go get fed good. Go get treated good. You're not going to get better service from better people anywhere around here. So go check her out now. What's up, folks? Hey, it's our second show on the 12 Days of Christmas episodes. Uh, the one we did yesterday was just a little bit wild. Uh, once again, please go pre-save Caleb King uh, and Cutting Onions coming out this Friday. Thank you to everybody that was part of that show earlier. Um, with me today is uh, somebody that we've had on the show before. She used to go under the name Unapologetically uh, Cat, and now you go back and listen to the episode. I think it's at the beginning of the year. I ain't really sure when it is. Uh, it's a good episode. I had a great time with her. Um, I'm finna have to give her a little shit about something that she said on it. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're finna catch hell. But now she goes Bye. by K KJ. She's got a whole different name, a whole different life, and we're about to have a good time with her. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Miss <laughs> KJ, how are you, sweetie? 
I'm actually considering like my whole life kind of blew up in my face here in the last like month, what, two months. I'm doing great. Like, uh, well, I'm glad you're doing better. Uh, yeah. If before we get started, if you're a listener of this show, uh, a couple things I got to state real fast. One, I want y'all to remember anything I do is for entertainment purposes. So if you're not entertained by this one, go fuck yourself. If you want to complain to somebody, I own my own fucking studio. Complain to me, and I'm still going to tell you, go fuck yourself. Uh, but here's the other thing. What we're fixing to talk about is some touchy subjects. I allow everybody to tell both sides of the story. I've done this several times. So if anyone on the other side of the story that me and KJ is about to talk about wants to come forward and show me some real factual evidence, that's fine. But if not, I'm riding with my homie right here. I'm riding with my buddy. Uh, but hey, if you got some receipts, you got something, throw it out there to me. We'll go from there. But uh, besides that, so what I want to give you shit about to start off with is on the show that we did, I ended up taking the clip where you didn't know who Keith Whitley was. And I guess everybody thought me and you were fucking because everybody messaged, everybody messaged me. I get somebody said it was like the way we was looking at each other during the video or whatever. And they were like, how are you going to fuck with somebody who doesn't know who Keith Whitley is? And I was like, I'm not, I promise. I promise. I you know, I'm not on this bitch's radar, uh, but it was funny. It just really tickled me that that was the thing that people remember about from that show. Um, even though it was a very good show, that it's one of those things that um, we've got some mutual friends that are in yeah. social media, and it's that show made me fall in love with you. I just thought you were, yeah. I just thought, I just thought you were the, the best, and you've invited I, me. I, up I to haven't stopped talking to you. I haven't yeah. stopped talking to you since. Like you've been to my house. Like we've hung out. Like. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely not fucking. Uh, definitely still don't know yeah. who Keith Whitley is. Just a little bit. I got to listen to some of his songs. Yeah, you're not. You're <laughs> not. That's how I knew you wasn't my top. You know what? Josh, it's okay. It's okay. You, not everybody can be perfect. You know what I'm saying? I'll I'll, I'll rub off on you eventually. I mean, I'm kind of newly single ish. It depends on how you want to rub off on me. You know? Yeah. Now I can say those stupid fucking things to you. Um, yeah. So hey, my I, dog may start going crazy in a second, and I just want to apologize. That's fine. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, so I'll tell y'all a little bit of background, and then KJ can tell you a whole lot more. But we met, we did the podcast, we met through some mutual friends. Um, she's a wonderful guest, and then I don't ever go out of my comfort zone. I don't ever go to Atlanta unless I go see my best friend Cody Wiggins that lives up there. I've been to her okay. house twice. I've been, I, I, I've been up there twice completely out of my comfort zone both times was still fucking super uncomfortable none of it was ever because of 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 kj that is so fucking hard to say it's okay i, I really hate calling you that you You'll figure it out. yeah i'll get it it's just gonna take a minute because i'm stopping myself from saying the wrong thing uh but anyway, but anyway i was very comfortable around you Haley, damaris everybody else I always I was always comfortable around that. And I know with some of you smart asses are probably finna say out there, well, of course you're comfortable around hot bitches. Uh, no, it's not that. It's I'm very respectful to them, too. Like, they're sisters to me. Yeah. Like, they are. I treat them like sisters. Well, Haley, I'm not going to treat like a sister because that bitch ever give me a chance. It's going down. Uh, Period. Uh, I, done slid in, that one. I done slid in the DMs a couple times. Shut like, up. Yeah, you did. She told me. I don't, hey, look, I shoot my shot, baby. Hey, hey, as you should, hey, as you should, you're well, a damn good guy, Josh. The other, the other day she posted uh, something and I just put heart eyes on it or whatever, like I do to a lot of people's stuff. And she was like, I miss you. And I was like, bitch, we can fix that. 
I was like, don't don't be saying you miss me now, because yes. I'll come, I'll come find you. Ass. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, but uh, no, you and like even there's some other folks that I, I liked around you. Um, when uh, I want you to tell them before I say anything else, I want you to kind of tell them about your situation right now. All right. Um. So, anybody life update? Um, I decided six months ago that I was going to start creating a plan. Um, to leave my husband. Uh, my now ex-husband, um, Lord, we shall call him Lord Farquaad. That's what we call him, <laughs> Lord Farquaad. So, so I decided, um, short king problems. Um, so I decided to leave him um, after me, my mom, and my sister. Um, we all went on like a family trip. I had the girls down at the beach with us. And um, we ended up having to stay at Brittany's like boyfriend's house because my mom suffers from fibromyalgia and gets like all, out of nowhere migraines to where she can't even move. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, out of respect to my, Lord Farquaad, I was like, hey, uh, we're going to be staying at um, my sister's boyfriend's house. Hey, real, real quick, real quick. I just want to say this in respect to all parties here. The reason why she's saying Laura Farquaad is because we can't use real names on here. Yeah. All right. All right. It's shoe fits wear it in the situation. So yeah, this is the name we came up with. Yeah, it is. It's a good name. And I love Shrek too. It's a, I, I look like fucking Shrek. So it's a, we're all in imagination. Yeah, land. I look like we're, all, Shrek. we're all in imagination land right now. So Laura Farquaad just fit. Fair enough. We're we're all on Disney. Are we allowed to say Disney? Why the fuck couldn't we say Disney Channel? I don't fucking know. We're, I mean, no, you just literally can't say any names. Uh, period. Okay. So I call to let him know. I was like, "Hey, like you." And as soon as I let him know, he starts cussing me out on speakerphone like, to my mom. Um and. Literally, you stupid slut, you're going to sleep around, you're going to fuck the, this, my sister's boyfriend, like all, I mean, all sorts of nasty shit to me. He's on speakerphone and I have my two kids in the back. My mom, after listening, my mom's patient. She never tries to insert herself into any of our marriages. Like she always like kind of stands back and will watch and will kind of guide us from the back line. I've never seen this woman she grabbed my phone and she goes, listen here, you little fucking twit. <laughs> By the way, my new favorite, you know what? Maybe we should switch to twit. <laughs> That's good. If you want to, we'll switch to twit. Yeah, let's do twit. Let's do twit. So she goes, you're not going to, you're not going to talk to my daughter that way. I have a migraine. I suffer from fibromyalgia. Like I have like an autoimmune, like disease, like all of this stuff. She was like, she's not trying to fuck her sister's boyfriend. We're just trying to like sleep and then we'll drive home tomorrow. Because at this point, my mom couldn't even drive. So I'm driving dad's truck, which I, I suck at driving. I'm like, it's bad. You're a white so, bitch. I, like, I wouldn't I spend anything any... less. You just look like you fucking have high insurance. I actually do not, Josh. I, You know. You tell, that lot, of, you, you, you tell that lot of somebody else. Yeah, I do. Okay. So... <laughs> So I, I don't even have any of my girls pajamas with me. And he thinks in his head that I pre-planned this to go and like sleep with my sister's boyfriend. And like, all, was like, it, was it the sister that I met? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. Your sister's hot as fire. I know she's hot as fuck. Your sister's hot as fuck. 
My sister's that, husband. That was another reason. I didn't realize she was married. I think I realized it was, I th whose birthday was it? Your birthday? When we went hey, to that, that that airport bar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know who she was to start off with, but when I found out she was married. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you just like, saying uh, for. Well, because well, you can edit this, right? Yeah, why? Let's just, my sister has a boyfriend. I said, her, oh, okay, I don't, okay. No, 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 no. Let's let's not that that little interaction. Was it? Well, right, hold on, hold on. Was it? So I don't okay. know. Okay, I don't know. Hold sorry, on. sorry, I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, hold before. hold the fuck on, hold the fuck on. God damn it! All right, so you have to let me see what time it is. Where's the time set? Hold on, let me pause it. Now that I'm done sticking my foot in my mouth, because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, and I'm confused about who is who, the person that I was talking about was the little thick bitch named Haley while ago. I thought Thank that you. I thought that too. <laughs> so for those who don't know, we just had to pause this, and I had to figure out I didn't know who the fuck I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? My oh, fucking. Like, Wait, yeah, yeah. We don't have to edit it now because you set me straight. But now we're good. Now we're good. By the way, I'm fucking stupid. I this whole time I thought Haley was your sister. Oh yeah, no, you're a dumbass. Yeah, you know it happens. Yeah, you know the whole what? time. The whole time. So I don't know which one your sister is in. I'm not even sure My if sister, I've been like formally introduced to her. I don't think so. Yeah, so I'm confused. Yeah. So uh, we'll just we'll just go back to that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mom ended up going off. And then the next morning, I called Twit <laughs> to check okay, on him. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you here. You're not a good storyteller. You know why you're not a good storyteller? Because <laughs> you are literally fucking stretching this out. You're making a long story short. Let's, let's get to it. Let's get to it. I, hold so, on, hold on. We want the meat and potatoes, baby. We want the meat and potatoes. Here's the meat and potatoes. Here's the meat and potatoes. What is your situation right now with the meat and potatoes? We are, we file, I file for divorce. We file for divorce. Like, and I'm fucking happy. Like, um, he was obviously arrested. Everybody could see twits, mugshot charges, like all of that. Um, right now what's going around is basically like me and my sister colluded with the police to create this story him to get arrested and because you know we're friends with a lot of the local police officers in Cobb County um but that that wasn't it at all like it I was always afraid to call the police for the last two years because the two times that the police came to my house when I called them for help I ended up getting arrested and my charges were always dropped yeah and and I was, I had such PTSD that when they finally did come to my house that, you know. Why did you get arrested? What were the charges? It was similar to what he got arrested for, but it was all reverse and fake. Like, so, so, so what, like I got arrested domestic for violence? family violence, uh, child cruelty in the third degree the first time, um, and then battery. Um, mm. But the first time I came home with, me and my sister, my best friend, and then my GBF, my gay best friend, we went to PBR. We were drinking, hanging out, all of this stuff. And I ended up meeting up with, uh, or not meeting up with, but my friend was just there. Um, 
and he's kind of like a local celebrity. Like he like, but he's been my friend for 10 years and we ended up hanging out. Like we took a picture, me, him and my other best, my other old guy, best friend. We just took a picture. It's totally platonic. Like I don't want to sleep with these men. And um, when I came in through the door after my neighbor ordered me an Uber, uh, um, it's kind of when the destruction happened. Like he was triggered. Um, and then that's the first time that he assaulted me. And I remember pulling him off of me and like clawing his eyes out to get him off of me again. And then next thing you know, I was like I, when I had called the police and they came here, they were asking me for my story, but I was already in PTSD mode because my, one of my other exes, we were, he was very physical with me and I was very afraid of him. So when that happened, I wasn't even there. And I could not even tell the police officers my story until I went to jail. I was booked. They sent me in with, um, they sent me in with um, like medical they had to give me a bunch of medications to calm me down and bring me to, um, I ended up passing out because my heart, I have a heart condition. So like my heart extremely flutters, it palpitates. And then I also have seizures. So I had a stress induced seizure in jail. I had like, all of this is documented. So like, I'm not fucking lying about this medical shit. And then when I came to the officer who was sitting down there, he wouldn't let me sit with anybody else. He, kept, he told me to come here and he let me sit with him and he goes, you don't belong here. He's like, are you okay? And then that's when I broke down and I said, I'm being hurt at home. And he took me into the back room with a female police officer. And then we started documenting everything. And I said, I called the police for help and I'm arrested. I don't know what happened. That's when I called Twit and I said, what happened? And then he proceeded to tell me this whole mix up story my sister ends up calling me the next day because anytime I would go quote unquote crazy from the reactive abuse, he would always call my sister. And I didn't know this and would tell her, Oh, you got to come get her. She's acting crazy. She's just at the other. And I'm, I'm over here. Like I didn't even know he was calling anybody. Like I'm crying on the floor, you know, and he's just screaming over me, get up, stop fucking acting like that. Stop. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, just having these panic attacks. And I'm thinking it's because, oh, I'm bipolar. I just need more of my medication. Like, give me more of my medication and I'll be okay. And um, when I got out of jail, my sister was like, I know what, this was September, 2020. She's like, I know what's going on. You gotta go. And I'm like, no, it's his addiction. It's, you know, he's going through a hard time. Um, he's really a good guy. When, like I, when, when you say addiction, cause remember when we're doing this, we're painting a picture. What kind yeah. of addiction are we talking about here? So he was, he was, or it, he is addicted, hardcore, a sex addict and very much addicted to poor pornography. Okay. Like bad. How do, how do you, how do you know this? So when we first started dating and this was 12 years ago, we were dating for two years um, he, we were at my house and Twit, Twit had came over and he was like, can I take a shower? I was like, absolutely go take a shower. So he was taking a shower and I was getting in like lingerie, like, you know, getting ready to get all sexy. Like I have the sex drive of a fucking like young, like I could go all day every day. Oh, you every fucking day. look like it. Thank you. 
Thanks. Right. So no, but I do, I like my sex drive has always been active. And so I went to like kind of surprise him in the shower and I walked in and there he is on his phone with his pornography in the shower. And I just, I'm like, what? That's 99% of men though. Uh, uh, no, no. Did, okay, let me ask you. Let me. Ask. Do you did watch it, it like ten plus times a day? Send random nudes to yourself to twenty p- different people on Snapchat, private story on OnlyFans. Nah, on- nah, nah, I, I don't, I don't. But a guy jacking off in the shower just okay. For me, for me, let me just say this: for a guy beating off in the shower, did he know he was getting laid that night? Yes. He knew he was getting laid. Yeah. I told him I had a sexy I, surprise for him. Okay, well then maybe not. See, that's not normal. Yeah, because yeah. he came out of the. I, when I tell you I was broken, I, um, my best friend and I'm allowed to say her name. She doesn't mind. Okay. My best friend Brandy. She's still my best friend in my life. Here, she ended up. Um, I ended up calling her after this. So he got out of the shower. I'm on the floor crying because earlier that day I saw him talking to two or three different females. In his DMs on Instagram about me, like, what was, what was he saying about you? He he was just saying, yeah, you're right. You know, maybe I shouldn't be with her. She is a single mom. One of his friends called Graceland like a bastard child. Um, another one of his friends. Before um, before you explain this, hold on two seconds so I can change batteries. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they called Graceland a bastard in his DMs. Yeah. That's shitty. But let me ask you that. That was that was that was what 10 years ago though? That was like when like being a single mom was like frowned upon, I guess. I don't think he's ever been frowned upon. I think jackass is frowned upon it. I I I think over religious people I see I'ma disagree with you. I think it's the person. I don't think religion looks down on it. I don't think large groups of people look down on I think you get fucking assholes that frown upon it. They, there's nothing wrong with dating somebody that's got youngins. And I don't know many people that are like, oh, I would never date a single mom or a single dad. I would never date a single dad. Why would you never date a single dad? I cannot. So if if I I would date a single dad if they had a baby mama like me who like wants to be friends, who doesn't want the drama who wants to have an extended... So you're not talking about dating the dad. You're talking about dealing with the, the mother of their, their children. Yeah, that. Like yeah, if, I, if, get, if I, get, I can I can get that. You know, like, if I could find a bait, like, if I was to date a guy with kids, if she was, like, not a psycho or not like that, like, oh, my God, absolutely. Because I genuinely just want to be, like, like... You know, Twit keeps asking me, how would you feel if I introduced my kid, our kids to my girlfriend? I'm like, well, what's her name? Yeah. Like, is she good? Like, I, can I know her? Like, can we go to lunch and talk about, like, our parenting styles? He's like, yeah, right. I'm like, no, seriously. Like, I would love to go, like, to Christmas and birthdays and family, weekly family dinners and, like, become best friends with this woman. And I'm like, like, I, I would love that. And he's like, yeah. you're fine. It's, it's see, it's hard to be our exes though because of who we are. Like I, I, mean, I, w- I would be comfortable with that too. I, I would. But the thing is, the reason why they would never bring their them around me is because 
they know like and i'm not trying to like boost myself up or what or anything or are you but it's like we're not the average everyday person we're a little no. bit louder we're a little bit more confident we're a little bit more obnoxious we live yeah. in a we live in a different mindset than they live than, yeah. mo than most people live and yeah, oh, I, yeah like, I, I, I could see how that's an issue i mean i personally don't give a fuck but yeah i can see how it's an issue yeah i can see it too and like that like a lot of people just like that that's what i don't want for my kids i want such a healthy like they lived in such an unhealthy environment with me and twit arguing for so many years like fighting like cats and dogs holes in walls like i mean laundry basket busted like windows, I did, but like all i hate to say this i just didn't i couldn't i couldn't vibe with the dude i'm usually pretty like especially if ask, go ahead i'm sorry no, you go ahead you know you know how you said earlier that you weren't uncomfortable it was because of me like yeah yeah what what now you said repeat that do you do you know how like when we kind of talked offline the other night you said i was or not offline the other night when you just said at the beginning of the episode like I wasn't uncomfortable because of you. Yeah. 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 Y'all. Okay. First off, I thought y'all were swingers anyway, because the vibe that was given off. Definitely. You let me. Definitely. <laughs> definitely fucking thought that for one. But like, and I don't mean this in a fucking bad way towards that dude or any other men. I'm a fucking man. Like, Pause. I, I. What? Pause. God damn it. <laughs> Now that I've stopped and paused for the seventeenth fucking time already, uh. Anyway, I'm I'm a I I would like to think I'm a man's man, and I respect women. I also have fun with them. Like I even I even use the instance that that night at PBR that all of us went out and some dude spilled his drink on the floor and then was kind of a dick. I made when I the fight I, him. I, huh? When I try to fight him? No, no, no. Well, it's not the thing. I don't like to fight people. I like to make them do what's right. So I made the dude clean up the fucking mess. I remember that, like buy our shoes yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah, like I don't, I don't want to fight anybody. I want a man to do what's fucking right. Like, yeah. fighting nobody proves a fucking point. Like, I, I, I was that guy way when I was younger. But you know what proves the point? Make that dude kind of embarrassed because he acted like a fucking asshole and clean up where he made the mess on you guys. And then yeah. if he, then if he wants these hands, he can catch them. But I'm glad he knew not to because I wasn't yeah. trying, I wasn't trying to get kicked out or I wasn't trying to get my ass whooped either. Like yeah. I would, I would rather a grown person do what the fuck they're supposed to, yeah. instead of acting like an asshole. Like I, there's no need for violence. Just do what the fuck you're supposed to. Yeah. Um, but there was this like when I say that none of y'all women ever made me uncomfortable. There's a certain type of man that I just cannot vibe with. I can't. And him and some other men that I've met that have been married or boyfriend or girl whatever the fuck it is on folks off social media i just don't get it i never got y'all like i i just it was it was just too different for me he was i'm trying to i'm trying to be as nice as i can be about this because i don't know the dude the when i was around him he's not anybody that i would want to constantly be around mm -mm. yeah he's he's not my guy he's not my type of dude he's not my type of man and like he he rubbed me wrong, but in all fairness, ninety percent of men rubbed me wrong the way because the way they treat women. I talk the most shit in this world to women, but when it comes to doing the right thing, the reason why I can do what I want to, say what I want to, go around the women I want to, 
Let's even say this. Have I ever sent you anything that was inappropriate in the whole time no. we've known each other? You've always been like, okay, so. And I, I, I think it's how men are supposed to be. You've, okay, so like anytime like you or, you know, the other guys that were around, that you were around with me, I always felt very safe. Yeah. If that made sense. Like, like. That's why I loved always having people around is because I felt safer when people are around. Yeah. And so like when you were around, you gave me very much like big brother vibes. And so, and like, I never had that. And so like when you were around, like you came around for my birthday and when we went to the Brave Stadium before and when Twit showed up like half fucking drunk and I couldn't even, I couldn't even enjoy my birthday at PBR because he showed up and he was like already like, and I'm like, what like and like it was like I didn't feel safe but with you there and with the other two guys there as well too like I felt safer yeah I don't even remember who it was but I got into it with somebody at your house that night because they made somebody else cry yeah we yeah we're not we're not gonna no that's fine I don't I don't remember who any of it was but I'm just saying that's the kind of guy I am if yeah you are you you protect women and yeah, that's, like, I, I, yeah if if I even feel like you're the type of guy that takes advantage or gives off the wrong vibe or whatever, don't get me wrong. I like I am not the one that's not gonna fuck you. I don't no, but you, it's got to be mutual. It's got to be both of us consent. giving each other the same. Yeah, it's got to be both of us giving off the same vibe. It, the last thing I'm ever gonna do is come off fucking creepy. I'm no, like, you never did. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like I can like. Do you know how many guys are in my DM on Facebook, yeah. on Instagram, all this? I'm like, creep, 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 creep. Yeah. I never give guys like the time of day. Yeah. And like even guys that would walk up to me while I'm bartending, I'm like, oh, like I get it. Um, you know, the one guy who doesn't give me the creepy vibes is the guy that I'm actually currently dating. And and like, and, and no offense. That is fucking I told you that is fucking I, stupid. I'm glad you're happy. I'm so glad you're fucking happy. Don't get me wrong. I want you to be the happiest woman in the world. But I cannot stand when people go from being in a relationship for a long time to jumping into something new. And I hope, yeah. I swear to you, I hope it works out for y'all. I hope y'all have the best whatever y'all have. I really, really do. It just, it always seems to go negative because you move too quick. I'm a fucking turtle, dude. I, I'm telling you, I have dated in the past since I was, since 2010. I've dated three different women seriously. Now I've done a lot of stupid shit in that time period. A lot of stupid shit. I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. But I take my time. I get I grieve. I get over. I get it out of my system and I move on. That way, that way I, I started grieving my relationship two years ago. Yeah. Like so I started grieving it and I started manifesting and praying. Why, and, why did, and, why did you hang around them for another two years? Just curious. If you knew it was done two years ago. He wouldn't let me get a divorce. And oh. I think I was so ignorantly like brainwashed that I didn't know I could do it without his consent. Um, I was, if I'm being honest, I was completely afraid. Yeah. Um, And then I was, because of my old friend group, like off of social media, because of my biological family that I no longer associate with, like they were always waiting for me to fail, like always waiting for something in my life to fail. And even though I've been successful since I was literally 14 years old, like, and so it was like, 
I'm not going to be the one with the divorce. I'm not going to be the, you know, like it was, so it was like, it was, it was me like trying to prove a point. And I honestly think that's why I stayed so long. Even, even though I wanted to leave, like I already yeah. checked out on my marriage, like two years ago, what I don't think I've ever shared, shared this publicly, but my sister turned 30 in 2020. And so for her birthday, um, we decided to all go to Florida and have like a 30th birthday bash for her, like all book flights, whatever. Um, and so right before we went down there, I, um, I finally had like my dream birth, like, you know, I'm married. Um, you know, he's there because my first birth with Graceland was completely different. Like, you know, me, her father was estranged, like all of this stuff. Like I finally, I was like, oh my God, I'm secure. I'm married. We planned this baby. Like it was like the best thing ever. And then in January, like, I guess his sister had planted an idea that like I was cheating on him and sleeping with other guys. And so like one day, like I had came in and he was like, I want a DNA test for Everly. And it, it, when I tell you it completely broke me, like I started mentally spiraling. And then after that, he kept like repeating. He was like, I don't think she's mine. I'm like, he looks just fucking like your, like your sister. Like he's like, I'm like, like so confused. And so he kind of like stole and suck all of my joy from like the birthing moment and from like bringing her home and like the cars, like just all of this stuff that like, I thought I healed. He stole and sucked all of that happiness from me. And that's when I was like, I got to go. Yeah. And then in March of 2020, because after that, he stopped paying attention to me. Stopped like he just stopped like being my husband. Um, when this guy in Florida gave me some attention, like the PDA, like all of it, like just like I cheated on him. And I, well, I tried to lie and hide it from him and all of this stuff. And then it finally like came out and I told him what happened. And then after that, that's kind of when the abuse started even more. Like mental abuse has always been there, but after my affair, is kind of when the physical abuse started happening. Yeah, I'll go ahead and tell you. Uh, if anybody's listening to this, what I'm about to say is literally just from my point of view. And I'm not even talking about your situation when I say this, KJ. I'm talking about my point of view. If they ever cheat, go ahead and get the divorce. Go ahead and move on. Go ahead and do whatever. And I'm not, I, and I'm not just saying, I'm not just saying that because of what you did. I'm saying that because on the other side of that, people say, I'll let it go. They never let it go. Mm -mm. And if you'll do it once, no offense, because I've been a cheater before. I've done some shit I'm not proud of. If I'm ever in a relationship, I've either cheated on them or I didn't. There's no in between. There was no, I cheated on them. Then I stopped. Yeah. Like, like so, but it's also too, you can't, cool. you can't blame some people for reaching out when you're not getting it at home. When it's been so long since you've felt affection, you can kind of understand. And as somebody who actually saw from the outside looking in, that's why I thought y'all were swingers. That's why I thought that there was something else there. I, 
it just no wasn't like, there. Well, he also he cheated on me three weeks before my wedding. Did our you, wedding. When did you know about that? I walked in on it happening, and what I'm the say fuck right did now. you get married? I was embarrassed because, like, I didn't know what to do, like, darling. I did not Darling, look, there's bitches that run at red flags and there's bitches that collect them. God damn. Why you would know you? You know what? Just call me six flags, bitch, because I mean. I will. I will. Look, you're not going to fix anybody like that. If... I know. And like, I walked in on them, and this is probably what Twit can probably come on and try to say. When I tell you I beat the fuck out of both of them, I literally drug both of them into my front sunroom where Roscoe just took a big fat shit and slammed their faces into it and made them. I, I will like, tell I was a freak you, psycho. I'll tell you this, and I ain't scared of saying Sorry. it. Let let me catch somebody that I'm with cheating on me. I will never put my hands on a woman, but I'm finna beat his fucking ass because there ain't no way they didn't know about me. Like I'm, I'm gonna make sure that you don't do it to me again. You might do it to somebody oh. else, but you ain't doing it to me again. I don't have nothing. Yeah, that bitch that. looked like sloth from the Goonies. Like, yeah, I, don't, I, I slammed yeah. her fucking face into the metal that over and over again, and I put sugar in her gas tank. Yeah, you should have. Oh, of course, you are. You are fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, I don't have a problem with that. I don't. Yeah. There's, there's too many people, the same way that I told you all ago about why I didn't want to fight that dude at PBR that was an asshole to y'all. I did. Well, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to make them learn a lesson. I uh, know. But when people don't learn a lesson, fuck them up. But here, here's the thing. There's not enough people that have fucking respect for the Institute. The reason why I've never been married. I want to get married and I want to settle down worse than anybody. But I have to, I have to find somebody that has the same outlook that I do on it. I want to be completely fucking obsessed with you and you completely obsessed with me. When you yeah. find that, that's fucking awesome. And a lot of people just think, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna do whatever. If I cheat, I'll come back or I'll forgive you for all this no. shit. You shouldn't have to forgive them because they shouldn't do it fucking first if they're obsessed with you. Exactly. And that's like the thing is like I love being a wife. I love being like the home take. Well, no, I don't like doing laundry. Um, but Anyway, I saw but your house. Like, y'all didn't look like y'all get a fuck about cleaning, but neither do I. No, he didn't. I always did. Uh, okay. He didn't. I always did. He did okay. not. I always did. And then it was like killing me because 24 hours after cleaning up after two kids and a husband. Yeah. No, like when I tell you, as soon as Josh, he got out of this house, when I tell you, like the amount of shit I threw away is like, yeah. Oh my god. Like I literally need to still rent a dumpster to get rid of all the hoarding shit. I guess maybe an addict's brain or Mormon's brain because you know Mormons hoard everything just in case the world fucking ends cuz Was he a Mormon? <laughs> yeah. Oh bitch, why didn't you run? God damn. <laughs> You got a you got a fucking Mormon with a sex addiction that you caught cheating 3 weeks before your marriage. You know what? It ain't even. And his no, fault. I caught it, him cheating it, like several it, times before that too. Over it the ain't, last baby. It ain't even his fault. It's yours. That, I it, know. I know. You know the way you got to look at this. You got a you got a beautiful young and out of it. Besides that, fucking just let it go. You fucked up. I fucked up. And put and by the way, here's another thing: when people know that you'll forgive them, they're gonna keep doing it. 
the the more that he knew that you just was gonna let it go, the more he's like, oh, I can just keep doing shit. I, I've dated somebody like that before. Literally, it I'm was, I'm a I I'm a person who gives everybody the benefit of the doubt, don't. shows way too much grace. Don't and I'm not gonna change who I am. You give you know how baseball has three strikes. Mm-hmm. Relationships ought to have two. Relationships I, ought to have one. No, that's okay. all I'm there, giving. There, now. there are there are instances if that person is truthful about the first strike. There are instances where some fucked up shit happens and they are honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can admit that they fucked up. And so I, I drink a lot. I have a good time. I've been known to kiss a bitch at a bar and not know their fucking name. And I it, kiss bitches at bars too. Yeah, and, and it happens. But if something like that happens, you ought to be able to tell your partner if you care about, it, hey, look, I was drunk. I don't know what happened. I'm telling you this right now. Here's my phone. Make sure that I don't have this bitch's number. Whatever. Look at my email. Look, whatever. I want to reassure you that I was drunk. This happened. I'm sorry. If you don't go above and beyond to apologize for your sins. And the yeah, shit no, after. Be so, forgiven. so after he cheated on me three weeks before my wedding, when I was like processing everything, like borderline, like suicidal, like yeah. it, it was, it was dark. I remember having a panic attack in my kitchen right there in the corner on the floor like in a ball and i'm like crying and he's just standing over me going get the fuck over it you stupid bitch like fuck you like just stop acting like that you're so fucking crazy like just screaming at me while i'm having this panic attack and i'm like you would think like i remember him having his panic attack after he found out that like i cheated on him and I remember just like he was on the floor crying and I just scooped him up and held him. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I fucked you'd up. Like you never I saw me cry. You never no, saw him. Me cry. He, he cried like a little bitch. I um, cried. There was a girl that I dated. The last one that I dated seriously. She didn't cheat. She just broke up with me in a very weird moment. It was all. Then she was like engaged a couple months later. She's probably fucking the guy behind my back, but she never, that never, never came out. Never, ever came out. But I broke down and it hurt, but I blocked her on everything. Never saw her again. I was never going to let her know that she got the best of me at the time. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Like, I he guess got I, the best I, of me. I've shared all of my traumas with him, and all he would do is use that as ammunition and spit it against me. Like, even yeah. using my old name, my parents, my uh, biological parents, like, biological last name, like using all of that against me just to make me feel bad. Like even calling me like trailer trash. Like all, I mean, when I tell you he did it, he fucking. And I, I think that's why I became very easily to manipulate because my best friend, uh, Brandy, we stopped talking for eight years. That's another story. But when we reconnected and I told her, I was like, Hey, I cheated on her. I was like, what the fuck? She's like, that's so out of character for you because I'm a very loyal person. I'm very commuted by it. Like, like when guys hit on me, I would always like be like, so-and-so hit on me. And this is what I did. Like I told them, like, um, I love making men feel this small. I'm sorry. Oh, you don't do it to me. I don't give a fuck. No, I don't do it to you. Cause I uh, love you. You're, yeah, you're yeah, a yeah. real man. I love, sorry, could... I love making little boys feel yeah. smaller than they are. Like, even earlier on Facebook today, like, this man was, like, he, 
he was in my dms and like i love trolling men like <laughs> i love it it's so much fun it's like this very toxic ho- hobby i was telling daniel about that earlier like i was like it's a toxic hobby like trolling men and so he actually blocked me because i kind of like gently roasted his ass and then he unblocked me it was like i could tell you're single i was like actually i'm not single and i said but according to your receded hairline slide in the dms this that the other and i was like you're an overweight like what did i say like you're an overweight fat piece of shit and like this man <laughs> then i blocked him because i got the last word in i'm like now you can't contact me you piece of shit like i love it <laughs> all right there's gonna be a lot of piss breaks right here. So be, go, go ahead. Before I say what? What 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 we were talking about before? You were talking you... about how you were trolling men. Oh yeah, I was just trolling men, and so like that's what I did. Like I like trolling men. <laughs> it's therapeutic. Yeah, I don't I don't feel that way. Uh, I don't, but I don't tell nobody. I literally just leave everybody the fuck alone. I don't want anybody fucking with me. Well, that's the thing. Is like I don't go and troll men. Like if yeah. they start like trolling I... me. That's when I like I'll troll them. I'll be but like, but hey. you you probably realize that most of the men that troll you just want to fuck you and they know they can't. Period. Yeah, like that's that's anytime that anybody fucks with me or whatever, it's just usually if it's a dude, it's more than likely you want to be me, and I don't fucking know why. I don't know why. If you guys want to be me, I am fucking sorry. Pick somebody else because I ain't got shit going for me. Uh, two, if it's a woman. It's probably somebody who doesn't have a sense of humor and is a huge fucking Karen cunt in the first place. And she shouldn't pay me no attention anyway. But with women like you, 99.9% of the time is some dude who wishes he could fuck you and knows that he he could never. Yeah. Apparently, like, the new trend is, like, to uh, call you. when. So, with the manager i have right now like i have to get to five thousand friends on facebook so we could like switch to a public page type anyway like do this whole thing and so i have to accept everybody so majority of the the friend requests i'm getting is like just men who see like i'm recently divorced so i'm like fuck i have to accept it or the assistant goes in and accepts it all for me and i'm like like i they're like yeah so it's uh, it's, it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. My DMs right now. It's toxic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fuck that. Yeah, I, so I typically not a chance. I'll do it. Yeah, I typically ignore it. But today I was like, I want to troll some men. So it's like, I don't, I don't blame you. A lot of them fucking deserve it because I just don't know. Yeah, how to... no, this guy, his name was fucking Chad. His name was literally Chad, and I was like, that's such a Chad thing for you to do, yeah. and Chad thing for you to say. I yeah. do like I do like it when the women fuck with the dudes back that deserve it. That's me. I know I, I do. I do. I think it's actually hilarious. I love when I've got a lot. I mean, you got just as many friends on that are popular women on social media as I do. I love yeah. when they post the dudes that just come in their inbox and it's like, hey, don't respond. Hey, don't respond. 30 more of those. And all of a sudden they're like, motherfucker, don't you get it? Like I, I'm not. Nobody I'm not, wants I, you. I'm not being ugly to you. Like you're not my type. I don't know what to say to you. I don't want to start a conversation with you. Yeah. You know, what are you doing? All right. And I don't get it. I love when I say that shit. Yeah. Well, guys deserve it though. You don't see a lot of women doing the no, opposite. No, no, no. Boys, boys deserve it. No, I see. You're right. I, I'll say that, but 
Because real men don't do that. Like, well, if I've I'm... never gotten a creepy vibe from you. I've yeah. never gotten a creepy guy from the taller dude who, you know, who, like, who was around you. Yeah. All the men that you've been around, that I've been around, like, I've yeah. never... Like those are real. I didn't. I didn't like one of them. One of them. I. Uh, I know. I don't. When I, I, don't I don't even know his name, yeah. or, or or do I care to ever know his name? But like we we shall we shall call that man dumbass. Let me tell you what dumbass. Dumbass ate fucking bugs in front of me and thought it was cool, and then wanted to contradict me on my country music knowledge. Like it's okay if you do it in a funny way, but don't don't come at me like a fucking asshole. I, just, I thought that was very inappropriate. That's why I didn't stay the next day. I I literally told Daniel that today. Yeah, don't look it all I ask from anybody that I'm around, male or female. Like when I okay, I'll put it this way. When I come to your house to hang out, I don't want to do TikToks. I don't want to make a fucking Instagram video. I'm coming to hang out with friends. Especially for the like, most part, when you were around us, we were all I was off my phone at least. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't fucking live on your phone. If you're the type of person that lives on your phone around me, don't invite me the fuck around. Yeah. And then that, and then, that was Twit. Twit was and I was always like, you know, please get off your phone. Please be present. Please socialize. Please it, like make you laugh. It wasn't it wasn't that with me with him. He just gave me the vibe that he wasn't my kind of dude. And well, some, he's not a dude. He's a borderline yeah. fucking female. Yeah, I'm not gonna go that far. He just he he, I I didn't get. I don't know the word. I don't know. Creepy. I just creepy's probably me going too far with it. He just I knew that he's not a person that I'm finna have a conversation with for a long period of time, and I did not like the way that some things were said to other females. But understand, I'm old school as they come. When I, I might, was asleep, I might be 35 years old. But I was raised by my grandparents, my mom and daddy, all Southern gentlemen, women. I know how you're supposed to talk to a woman and how you're not. And there's certain things you don't fucking say whether your wife is present or not. Like the woman that I fucking settled down with or anybody I've dated before, we always call her Queen B, whoever the fuck she is, because every one of my friends better respect her when I'm not the fuck around. And you better act like she's the best thing ever when I'm around. Like you better show she she's an extension of me. That's the way I look at it. And that's how I want women to look at it when they date men the same way. And the second, like you wander off, a woman wanders off and you like change your vibe because there's other women in the area, man, fuck that shit. That shit is not for me. That is how Josh Terry gets hot in a second. And it's like, no, I'm not comfortable. I want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. But I still love you. I just, like I said, that's why I didn't know anything about y'all's relationship. And I know that there's probably some people that you're not close with anymore. You might be still close with. I don't know. The way you've always treated me is all I give a fuck about. Like, you've always been cool as fuck to me. Whatever whatever you got going on with whatever the fuck that uh, your ex's name is. Like, it doesn't affect mine and your relationship. No. I, did, I, I would have told you I thought it was fucking weird. But it's not my place, dude. Now I can tell you, I think well, it's fucking weird. Well, everybody, everybody, like when I tell you what, like two weekends ago, even one of my friends came up to the bar and like told me about how he was sending pictures to her in the shower with his shower beer and like, like showing her my 
OF, like my OnlyFans. Like, I don't get like, that. I don't get why he would show your stuff to other he people. He posted my nudes on the internet, and me and a friend went to a Braves game. Because I never did anything with him. Or if I went to, like, a Braves game, like, I would still go off by myself because... I couldn't fucking stand this guy. Yeah. Um, he was no fun. Like, I'm fun. Like, I want to have fun. I want to like live in the moment. And like I came home that night, like I thought everything was okay. I found out he tried to search for pictures of her breast. Yeah. In his what browser history. Search for pictures of her breast. And then on top of that was like this is how nasty and creepy this this uh, twit was and then also posted my videos and pictures and nudes and like pictures i didn't pictures i didn't even know he had taken of me on his instagram story and a friend i'm no longer friends with screenshotted it sent it to my best friend since i was 12 who sent it to me and she was like, look, I know me and KJ are like no longer friends, but this is wrong. He yeah. posted all of, and I still have all the screenshots from it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I swear the next morning I woke up, I threw all of his electric guitars and his fucking like his two cell phones and his, I or his like Samsung tablet into the fucking pool. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I don't like, blind- you're about to not have fucking shit. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't understand a man or a woman like that. Oh, and I filed a police report. So if anybody wants to say I'm lying about that, I have all that proof too. I don't I don't understand any man or woman that is like that. I'm not sharing a goddamn thing of my old lady. Like I I go tell you this might make me sound like a not a shitty person because I have messed around with some girls that have OS or whatever. If my buddies would have asked. Like if I was just talking to you and they were like, Hey, I want to get so-and-so's OF. I'd been like, no motherfucker. And if I find out you got it, we're going to have a problem. Like, I don't, I don't get it. That's not, I, no, I, he I, I don't understand that. My, he secretly subscribed to my OF as somebody I didn't know and asked for specific videos and pictures and like all of this stuff and then apparently oh, okay, oh we're is- not we're, we're not skipping past that we're not skipping past that hold the fuck on he asked for certain things like videos and stuff mm-hmm. was it not already things that y'all were doing he wouldn't do them with me he wouldn't do them with you but he wanted videos of you doing them uh-huh. okay you got to tell me like what kind of stuff Mm-mm. okay whatever Mm-mm. That's too much. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's too. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Everybody else is gonna wonder. Uh, I'm gonna wonder. That's As fine. They no, that's fine. That's fine. I did, I'm trying to get an understanding. Of, okay, let's do. The, let's say this without you having to give any details on it. Okay, yes, just yes or no. Just yes or no. We're talking about kinky stuff. No. Not kinky stuff. No, it wasn't even kinky stuff. It was just like literal. So that's why this is going into too much yeah, detail. Yeah. You don't like, have to. Yeah. You don't have to go in a lot yeah. of detail. Okay, good. We're no. It just it was it was it was just stuff. Normal stuff. Okay. That's fine. And I mean, so no, 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 I don't want you to. I don't want you to. Even when he was on my OF as himself, 
So I love talking dirty. Oh God, no. I, I do. I, I hate that shit so much. Oh my God, you're so vanilla. So I'm, I love talking I'm not, dirty. I'm not vanilla. It's just if you hear me talk dirty, I sound like you're fucking ordering at McDonald's. All right, all right. Can I get a number five of your pussy? All right, no. Would you like a large cock with that? Like I no, like I'm telling you, I can I can, I can't talk dirty. I make oh my every, God, I, can talk. I make everything in life a joke. Like even when I'm fucking, it's I'm still trying to find the funny in the fuck. Like, no, like, oh my God, I, I could literally. So I used to be able to talk dirty like all the time, and I'm yeah. kind of like finding my groove again as I'm slowly healing my intimacy traumas. Yeah. Um, but he would instead of te- like we would be having a conversation about like dinner or like what we're doing or whatever. And then on OF, when he was on my OF as himself, he would be talking like nasty, dirty to me. And I'm like, what? What? what?" And then like, we would get home and he would pretend I wouldn't exist because he already got his outlet from me as a quote unquote OF star or OF. That yeah. makes no sense to me. And thank you. It made no sense to me because like wow. I even at one point reached out to one of my exes and I was like, was I like boring? Like, did I like like, Look, I, like no. I've never even got fucking close to that with you. I have a, like a game that I play with the girls that I'm friends with about who I can tell is a good fuck and who's not. No, you're not boring, bitch. I don't know anything about you in that type of life. But there's that's why I don't get this. All right, look, this is where I'm having a hard time understanding. And the people that are listening to this show are going to go look at your social media. They're going to see you. They're going to try to figure out what I'm trying to figure out right now. And all due respect to to whoever you're seeing right now and everything else. You're a fucking hot motherfucker. You always have been. You don't dress like a nun. You you dress in a way that it's sexy but it's not slutty. Like, what the fuck were y'all not doing that this dude needs something else for? That's where I'm not. You look like the type of person that ru- when I would comment on somebody's video on fucking TikTok or whatever, like ruin my life. You look like the bitches that I usually comment on there ruin my fucking life. You look like you'll hurt somebody. I don't understand any of this. So I used to until like so some of the intimacy traumas that I have. Okay, so have you ever seen somebody go so dark in their eyes that you can't, like, it's scary? Yeah. So one of my intimacy traumas is, like, I okay, can I just, uh, I can speak frank, right? I mean, it's you. Yeah, I don't get fucked. My whole thing was, like. Don't, don't back <laughs> off now, motherfucker. You just started it. Okay, my whole thing was being on top. Okay. That was like my thing. Like okay. it was my thing. I knew how to I knew I knew what I was doing all the time. Okay. From the tip to the bottom, I knew exactly where I was working. Bitch, if it like, makes you feel any better, it looks like you can ride. Yeah, yeah. I, you, <laughs> so, it's like, you don't have to you don't have to convince Josh, me. Josh, I'm a Christian woman. We're gonna have to You look like a Christian woman that can ride a fucking Harley without the handlebars, darling. You did you just keep going. Okay. So <laughs> so <laughs> so like 
I could, I, at, at one point about three years ago, I could no longer be on top because like I would get on top and he would just look at me very differently. It was like, he wasn't there. Yeah. And it was like, I couldn't do any of the work. Like it was, I was like a blow up doll, I guess, like type thing. Yeah. And I've expressed that to him too. And he would be like, all right, next time. And then eventually I just like started laying there and I'm like, and then like roll me over, flip me up, like whatever, like just please get it over with and done. And then like for the lot, like. I can see that though, because I've been around y'all. That's when I, when I, okay. When I said earlier and I'll probably say it 10 more times before we get done, it didn't make sense. I can see that. There's a lot of people that would tell me that same story. And the first question I would be like is like, what the fuck is like, what are you, what aren't you telling me? You know, like, but I can, I can see like it's, it makes sense. Cause I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. Yeah. And so there's, I mean, there's been, I mean, obviously like I'm dating, dating another guy. So I'm sexually active with another guy. Yeah. And like, there has been like two times now when like, I was in like a certain position or something had happened and I just like break down and have a panic attack during. Yeah. But even with my ex, even with twit, like my ex, that would happen and he would get up and get mad and be like, well, I don't get to finish. And I'm like, and I would just cry. Like, yeah, that's not a man. No, I know. Like, uh, 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 is somebody uh, uh, like, man, I'm dating. And who- I, and I would, say, I, I would say that to anybody, though. Like, if there's a yeah. – sex is supposed to be something that is consensual from start to finish. At any point in time, if either party is uncomfortable, then the other party should respect that and stop. Like, for whatever reason – you know what? This is this is what I would do. And, like, I'm not going to use you as an example. But if there was another woman that, that I was with and I was being intimate with, and at some point in time she gets uncomfortable – and she's like, for whatever reason, it could have been a heartbreak. It could have been a, a post-traumatic stress moment. It could have been whatever. If she starts getting emotional and she needs to stop, I will guarantee you this about most women. If you'll sit there and you'll listen, you'll hold her, you'll make sure she's okay or whatever, you're probably fixing to get the best ass you've ever got afterwards because you acted the way you were supposed to, and you did it for the right reasons. Now, she might just go to bed. But I'll guarantee you get woke up the next morning because you were there for intimacy is more than just fucking coming. Intimacy is more than just sex. It's being there for somebody when they need you. No, every single time we we've every single time me and Twit had sex the last two years. Either during or after I would have a mental breakdown, mental breakdown, like and not be okay for days later. Yeah. And I I actually started communicating that with him and he, you know, his thing is, Oh, next time I'll whatever. And so finally it just became like a chore. Like I know that if he, I know that if he got his release, like he'll be okay for 12 hours and not be mean to me. Yes. Yeah, that makes me feel horrible for you. Yeah. That's no way to live. No, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. And so like, that was like where my mindset was. And so like, I would literally just, 
okay. If you get emotional, you're being honest. Some woman's going to hear this. Let's listen to me. Some woman will hear you and understand that she's not the problem. Yeah. So, you know, so so, I, yeah. So take your time. Just take your time. I would just literally close my eyes, wait for it to be over, and then hope the next day he wouldn't be mean to me. Yeah. And then a majority of the time, it would happen until it stopped. Like that kind of pacified him for a little bit and then it wouldn't stop. And then it wouldn't stop him from being mean to me. It wouldn't stop him from, he's, he sexualized me so much that I forgot that I am a sexy, badass woman, if that made sense. Like it made it kind of a dirty thing. Well, well, let me ask you, um, because a lot of the stuff that you post on social media, well, and I've even I've even been a smart ass to you the first time that you started to come to the show, and you had whatever the fuck that black thing was that looked like I don't even know, like leather straps that were spaced out or whatever. You kind of sexualize yourself though. Did you? I love, start- I love feeling sexy. Yeah. Like did, that's did like. You, did you start doing that first? Or did he like kind of coax you into doing that? No. So I've always been somebody who is very comfortable in her sexuality. Okay. Like I love feeling sexy. I don't do it for the attention of other. I literally do it because it makes, I like, I think the woman's body is beautiful. I like all of it. Like, um, but I actually toned it down a lot for a few years because he's sexual he he treated me like a sexual object all right so i think where i'm getting confused here um and i'm just like i said i told you before i'm trying to do it from the listener's point of view right so you keep saying sexualized but i don't think that's the word you mean i think he i think what you're trying to say treated you like a sexual object because you've already you've already said that he looked at you like a sex doll before right so sexualizing somebody is just like just like if I was to talk every time I talk to you, I was to bring up what a bad bitch you are. Okay, that's me sexualizing you. Me treating you like a sexual object is sounds what what he it sounds like. Oh, I was just things. like a, I was just like another toy to him. I was a I was a literal blow up doll to him. Yeah. Okay. That that's what I'm trying to get through because I love I love when a woman sexualizes herself, not when a man does it to her. Like I, I love when you or any other woman expresses themselves and they do it for whatever reason, where it's to make themselves feel good or whatever. I don't like it when a man does it to them. So oh no, it was like, so that's was, what I'm trying to get straight. Like it was so constant to where like I had this guy. So, you know, I was ran over by a car. I had to learn how to walk and talk all over again. Like we kind of like talked about that just a little bit. Yeah. And like my chiropractor taught him how to adjust my back, my upper back accordingly. It got to the point where like, I wouldn't even ask him to adjust my back because after he would adjust my back, he would continuously like smack my ass. Yeah. And I would just be like, can you not do that? Like next time, can you please not do that? Like, can you just like do something kind for me without expecting a sexual favor in return? Like massages, massages are triggers for me. Like, I just recently like got over a really, I mean, God awful cold. Yeah. 
Um, and my current boyfriend was over and he was like, let me massage you. And it was very hard for me to get comfortable during the massage, but he like literally just massaged me. And then, I mean, I was butt naked during this massage too. And then like right afterwards, he just held me. Yeah. And I went to sleep and I was like, that's what a good dude is supposed to do. Well, yeah. And in the middle of it, I'm thinking, oh, I know where this is going to go. Like, this is like, you're just treating me kindly because you are expecting something in the end. And that wasn't it. Like I was like, even when I was sick with the flu and strep, when I was with like married with twit, like, and he catered to me at the end of the night and he would try to have sex with me. I'm like, I'm literally dying. Well, I did all this nice shit for you today. And I'm like, oh, and then I would just suck it up. And yeah, I, I, my therapist is helping me realize that I may have been sexually assaulted in my marriage more times than I would like to admit. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it, it makes sense. A lot of women don't understand what you just said. And your therapy. Well, a lot of people don't realize. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, that's your spouse. Like, it's like ownership. Well, like, still, you still, even after you are married to somebody, there has to still be full consent. Yes. Uh, and still, oh, oh there my still God. has to be full consent. Oh, my God. Right? You just said I was right. Right? Right. You just said I was right. You're right. I'm always so right. I kicked I kicked Twit out October 24th after yep. I found out that he exposed my oldest daughter Grace. We both have Gracies. Yeah. To pornography. How did he expose her to pornography? So I was at the bar working, and he left his browser open, and yeah. she came downstairs to use the computer, and it was just. It, yeah, but still, was it? No, his, was it his no. computer? Look, I'm not. No, it was. It was our home. It was. It's our family computer. It's the home I still computer. Have it. It's the home computer. Yeah. Okay. And uh, our thing is like, do what you got to do, dude, but not when her kids are awake. Like, I don't know how. Look, I'm weird about that too. I, I have never, besides for when me and Gracie's mother were together. I have never done anything sexual while my child was in the house. Of course, I don't drink around my child. I don't, I don't, it's just the fear of her being traumatized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to be the reason why my child is traumatized. Yeah. Like Gracie, well, Gracie spent the same well, night under the roof with me and some like one or two ex-girlfriends in 10 years. And like, I would never, never do that shit with my child in the house. Well, how I found out about all of that, because I found out about it October 24th, and I think it happened in August or September. I, I can't remember when G told me that it happened. But Ryan was arguing with me and yelling at me and, like, degrading me and just being god-awful to me. And I just kept saying, will you please stop being mean to me and just talk to me? Like, let's talk about this. And so my oldest came into the room and was like, stop disrespecting my mother before I tell you the beef I have on you. And I shot her a look. I said, excuse me, what? My head went to the worst place ever. Like, you know, like ever. And I'm about to like go nuts. And Graceland goes, I'm sick and tired of you walking around this house being negative and mean and screaming at everybody, screaming at the baby, screaming at me, screaming at the dogs, kicking the dogs, like 
I'll like just she was like, I'm tired of it. Stop disrespecting my mom. I love you. I, I, I love y'all, but if I'd have seen him kick them dogs, I'd have fucked him up. Oh, you I, know how many times it took. Oh, like, I'm a my, dog. My service dog, my yeah. PTSD trained dog. Yeah. Anytime he raised his voice, would go and run and hide in the bathroom. How petrified he became. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so Graceland, I said, no, you're. We're, so she was like, I'll tell you outside. So we went out back, and she broke down and started crying. She's like. I walked in on watching that stuff that you and dad argue about all the time. I was like, you hear us arguing about that? Because typically we would go in the basement or go outside. Like if we had to like argue about that and I just broke down as a mother and I came inside. And when I tell you, I've never heard a satanic voice come from my body before, but this voice was like completely new to me. And I threw him the fuck out. Like you, my, you're just you're going into full mother mode there. That's oh, what you I are. did. Yeah, you ought to. Straight, like I literally was like, get the fuck out. And then me and Graceland the next day filed a police report. Um, and then we filed another police report. Obviously, a week and a half later, when like everything really blew the fuck up. And then um, he was like, I'll get help. I'll like, and his own fucking therapist let let him sleep at his house. His own therapist tried to convince him that I'm a narcissist because every time like Twit was like using or struggling, oh my god, there's so many knots in my house from like the <laughs> out. It's so bad. Um, but he tried to convince Twit that I'm the narcissist because when he was using and struggling, I would text or call his therapist and be like, help, somebody help me, help me help my husband. Like, I yeah. want him better. And then I would call his mom and be like, well, you didn't send her names. I know. It's okay. You can be upset. Just take your time. I would call his mom after he would get physical with me. And the one time that he actually, he kicked me so hard in my area that right. it's split in a certain spot. And I was like, I could literally send you pictures of all of this that I have. Please help me. How can I get your son to stop doing this? Yeah. And I would get no help. You're never going to. And that, and that's a lesson. No, his mom's an emotionally yeah. unavailable. Well, boy, it, the, unless it's my mom, because my mom fucking hates me. Uh, if it's anybody else's mother, you don't ever take that shit to the family. They're never going to believe you. And the, the reason why is because oh, his that, sister was like, yeah, that's their little, that's their little text. She yeah. said to him the night that like he was abusing me was like, you have to get out of there. Yeah. Uh, her undiagnosed and untreated mental health issues. Yeah. Meanwhile, my therapist and my psychiatrist are literally like, you're thriving so much since leaving this man. Yeah. Well, he's on all these medications right now because he's, and I'm like, are you being honest with them? He's like, well, yeah. And like, because I almost had to have him arrested again two weeks ago because he lost his shit. You remember that? He lost his shit so much. He was sending pictures of my current boyfriend's address to me, like threatening me, like all sorts of shit. I have all the text messages about that too. And I had to call and file the police, a police report about it. I called his mom and his mom was like, well, yeah, he told me that you're just upset because he pressured you to get his stuff back. And uh, I was like, 
I'll go ahead and tell you how somebody like him learns a lesson. You remember being back in school and you had that kid on the playground that always just talks shit. Yeah, you got the kids on the playground that always talk shit, and it's just a big fucking bully until yeah. the until a, another kid steps up and tells them to shut the fuck up or slaps the shit out of them. You know, Ooh. violence isn't always violence is never the answer, but when you have a bully, the only way to shut a bully up is to fucking bully them and put them in their fucking place. I that's, heard that's the only I, way. That's the only way you fix anybody like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel- it, it just sucks because a lot of some friends that he reached out to to share like his side of the story that happened that night automatically like started believing him. And I'm like, some of these friends even experienced the abuse that I went through. And I'm well, like, well, to play the other side of the fence real fast, you're not mentally stable, but guess what? I'm not either. Like, no, I, you, 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 I, I know I've seen you, you have a crazy side. One of the first conversations we ever yes. had was if a bitch messed with me at a bar, you would jack them the fuck up. Right. Okay. But there's nothing wrong with that. That's loyalty in my eyes. That, that's being, that's being there for your friends or whatever. You're, you're a little crazy. I mean, but there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I've never seen you lose your cool. No, but but everything that you stated on this show tonight—that if you lost your cool, it was warranted. That see the difference between somebody that is a just a real fuck up and somebody that is just standing up for them. Women get called a crazy bitch all the time, but a lot of the times that they're being a crazy bitch, it's because somebody drug it out of them and they stood their ground. That's the thing is, um, even when I did have to get physical with somebody. I would let these people hit me several times before I ever hit them back because I know what I can do. Yeah, no, nah, I'm putting a bitch to seat. You ain't touching this. No, I'll be like, all right, all right, all right. You just knocked me in my jaw. Nah, like, we're fine. Nah, we're good. Touch like, me. Please don't hit me again. And then I just lose nah, my shit. You, you touch me one time. That's all you got to do. So just, No, you, I give them give three step- times. And same thing with, like, oh, men. Like, shit. I'll even tell men who are being inappropriate with me. I'll be like, hey, nah. that's inappropriate. Please don't disrespect me. And they'll do it again and again, and then next thing you know, you know I'm like, you know why? You, you know why that's a horrible thing to give them that many chances? I know because one day, because one but day, I know what I can literally physically. I, that's do. that's not the that's not the point. One day, and it happens to everyone. It's happened to me. One day, that second chance is you getting knocked the fuck out. One day, that second chance is you getting fucking shot. One day, that second chance is you getting thrown through a fucking window or abused beyond belief. You well, don't, you don't give a motherfucker more than one chance. Well, that's and I that's mean, for that's, everything. That's for everything in an abusive relationship or at an instance with a bar or anything. One chance is one too many. Well, it's really nice to be surrounded by. Like the guy that I'm dating, like his friend group, they're very all protective over women, like very protective over women. Like there was a guy when I was working who was being inappropriate with me and I did not have to worry about it. Like it kind of got handled and like it was the first, it was honestly probably the first time that I, I feel so safe with the man that I'm dating with that I no longer have to have that tough girl side like yeah i'm okay to be dainty and sweet and precious and and just step into my feminine energy like i don't have to protect myself anymore and that's really nice that's the first time in my entire life i 
felt that way. Yeah. Yep. Well, I just want to tell you, I'm very proud of you. If nothing else, you got out of that situation. There's Thank a couple. There's a couple other things I'll, I'm going to butt heads with you on about, like as 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 far as our friendship goes. But also, if you're happy, it's not ever for me to tell you not to be happy. Yeah. Well, I, you're you're gonna meet him in a few weeks after the holidays when we come cool. down there and do a follow up and that's cool. That's what we'll do. We'll all get together and everything. We'll have some fun. Um yeah. bring Haley with you when you come talk her in the car. I just played out I I ask her my damn self. Uh I I got enough balls about me to ask her. But anyway, look, just keep looking out for yourself. Is and if anything out of all of this, what I want you to do is understand that there's a lot of women that waits till it's too late to leave or they never get a chance to it's too late because they waited till it's too late. Like be a fucking ambassador for that. Like you and, and everything else you've gone through. You're a great mother. Like you've always been cool as fuck to me. I'm sorry that you had to go through that shit, but like use this, use this trauma and use this bullshit to help you further yourself. Regardless yeah. of what you want to do, this should this should be just another brick in your fucking road to where you want to get to. Yeah. And now, now mind you, Josh, like they're like, I've been threatened. Like he has videos of me and like straight active abuse. Like me, like he threatened to like take the kids and run away because I was crazy. But it's like, he only shares that part of the story. He doesn't share that how he abused me for four days before I snapped. Like he locked me out of the house one time. And he told me he was packing the girl's shit and he was going. And I was like trying to crawl through the window and I broke out the back window. Like I tried to climb through this one, like just to get to my kids. And he's like recording me going, do you see how crazy you're acting? Do you blah, 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 blah. And like, at one point, like I pulled, I pulled a knife on him and he tells her, she, she pulled a knife on me. And I'm like, well, did you tell him what you did before that? They're never going to. No, and he's like, you pulled a gun on. First of all, I don't even know how to fucking shoot a gun. But well, I just know that guns are scary. And so, like, when he went, he, like, did some crazy shit. And he would not stop. And I went and I, like, pulled his gun. And he backed off of it. And, like, the 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 times that, like, I got arrested the both, the both times. Like, the, la the last time I, when I was arrested in March of 2021... He beat me with a fucking skateboard in the garage and I had this giant bruise on my back. I had bruises all over my body. Like it was really, really fucking bad. And he, he proceeded like, cause I was the one who got arrested and I was the one who got the bond and I was the one who did the, all of this. Anytime he would be ugly to me and he'd be like, call the cops and see what they do. You've gotten arrested. How many times they believe me over you. And so I stopped calling the cops and then my sister is such close friends with the police officers that I would call her and I'd be like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then all of her police officer friends were like, just let us help her. We're not going to do that this time. Like we're here now. Like we, we see it because it's documented after I was arrested. And it was like, it was, it was, like the day and my neighbor, you met, De you met Dennis. Yeah. I'm allowed to say his name. You met Dennis. Yeah, I like, I like, I like your neighbors. I love Dennis. I love Randy there. He's my big brother and she's my, my sister. And, um, when 
the police officer came here. I literally stood behind Dennis. I was having this like panic attack, crying and screaming. I was like, please don't arrest. And he was like, no, 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 we're just here to help. And I was like hiding behind my big brother until I felt safe enough around the police officers. And they genuinely apologized to me for anything that happened prior. And it was, yeah, it was, it was in, it was intense because it finally felt all real. Like I finally didn't feel crazy. Like I finally felt semi-safe. Um, and even what the, the night that he got arrested, I was with the guy that I'm dating with now. And he was calling me and threatening me from jail. And like my DV advocate, like, pulled all the records and heard him go. And like, he was like, you know, and I know that I don't belong here, that you really belong here and that you're going to like fucking like burn in hell for this. And he financially what? cut me off. Yeah. 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 And then when he got out of jail, that's when he started manipulating like some friends into like, believing his side like i was cheating on him this entire time and that's why he's acting crazy but in reality like i kicked him out october 24th i met the guy that i'm dating october 29th and we kind of like hit it off and he's like super spiritual and into spirituality you, like that. you realize though to play devil's advocate you realize that what that looks like though yeah i do i do okay i, I know i know exactly i'm not what i'm not like, i'm not, I'm not saying care. i'm definitely not saying that that's what happened but to yeah. na- but and I would almost guarantee you, you're never gonna explain this to you to anybody who doesn't believe you. I personally, yeah. I love you. I don't give a fuck. It don't it don't. It's no hair off my back either way, right? If you're happy, yeah. you're happy. That's all I give a fuck about. As long as them youngins and you are happy, I don't care. Okay. My kids are out of their rooms now and yeah. run and ruin my house. <laughs> but for 99.9% of anybody looking from the outside in, the fact that the, the whatever you left the 24th or it was over the 24th, you're dating somebody by the 29th. It just doesn't look. It just, it, I wasn't dating anybody by the 29th. Well, you met, excuse me, you met somebody no. 29th. Yeah, my, bad, went, my bad, my bad, my bad. I went to a Halloween party and he was there and we just kind of started talking and we started talking about tattoos. Yeah. Um, Which is. When like, was the, when was the first TikTok you made about him though? Because I, I saw some jabs that you have took now. That's what I'm getting at. And I don't, I'm not mad at you. I'm a petty motherfucker. I would have took the same jabs. Don't, don't, that's what, like, you took jabs and you insinuated stuff. Like, that, that's where, because it's only, what's today, the, the 12th. So you're talking about 40 days, 40 days or a little bit more since the, the marriage or whatever was since you separated or however you want to say it. So, like, when was the first TikTok that in, that implied that you were happy with somebody? November 13th. Okay, so that's two and a half weeks. Yeah, see, that's why I think you probably caught shit. Which that, is fine, which is totally, which is totally fine. No, But, all, I but it also, was, it's, I it's your it lot. After, nope, never mind. Yeah, see, there you go. See, I'm telling you, that's... That's your I mean, life. It, it, That's your it, life. You don't have to explain it to me or but, anybody. But it else. is what it is. If he wants to say like I cheated on him or any of that shit, like no, no. cool. But you cheated on me for ten years, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, With no. People over over the internet and yeah. in person, and I walked in on and the DMs that I saw and like all of that you shit, like like. Well, I- 
I'm here to say this. You don't have to physically touch somebody to cheat in the first place. So, like, as far as whatever he was doing on the internet or whatever, that's cheating. Yeah. That's a hundred percent cheating. And then whatever you did after October 24th is kind of a mute point. It could have been October 25th in my mind. I don't yeah. give a fuck. When something's done, it's done. You should be well, able to do what you want to the next fucking the next hour after you say it's fucking done. I what well, the point I was trying to make was is when you say that like people have kind of turned their back and everything on you or whatever, they're probably only from the outside looking in. And no, like, they they were on the inside. Well, then I don't know what to say because I'm on the outside looking in, and I personally don't give a fuck. Like I, I just want you to be happy. Thank you. Thank it don't you. mean it don't mean shit to me. I'm just trying to come up with a good explanation of why they wouldn't. But if they know what was going on the inside, that's on them. I really don't have nothing for people like me. I just, I just don't care. I don't see why it's that big of a fucking deal. If you were unhappy, you made yourself happy. Yeah. That's that's what life is. Like this isn't a fucking dress rehearsal. You get yeah. one you get one shot. As stupid as that saying is YOLO, you only live once. And I hate when motherfuckers say YOLO. I don't even think they do it anymore. But it's the truth. You have one fucking chance to make all your dreams come true to make yourself happy to find your fucking soulmate to find the missing piece of you you have one fucking chance and if you don't take it when you have the opportunity to you're letting yourself down in that person that is your fucking person yeah you can't let anything stand in the way i don't want to see anybody cheat on anybody understand that but if you yeah. but if you find somebody and you realize this is the piece that i've been missing and tell the person you're with, I'm sorry, this isn't gonna work. I gotta go. But you I, also, but you also could be blocking their fucking blessing at the same time because if you're if they're exactly not, like apparently he told me he met a girl and he's like happy with her and she's like willing to work with his trauma and like what you do the work that yeah. I no longer want to do. And I'm like, period, fine, cool. But then he also tells me. I'm talking to seven women and I'll be like, Oh, well, you're talking. He's like, I'm talking hey, more than that. Hey, I'm like, hey, Don't hey, that motherfucker ain't talking to seven women. You know, who says that kind of shit. People that ain't talking to one. <laughs> Why yeah. would I tell if I, this is what, if I wanted to hurt your feelings, you know, I tell you, I bet, look, I met somebody. I'm real happy for you because this is the piece that I've been missing. Well, I do tell him that. I'm like, yeah. he's like well, no, if you I, feel if it, I introduce him to my girlfriend who has horses and like owns all this land and this, it, I was like, oh my God, I was like, my girls love horses. Like, introduce what's me. her name? He's like, I'm not going to tell you her name. You're going to say it on social media. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Introduce me. Well, go go ahead. Let all me right. go sit down with her and have coffee with her yeah. and like see what her intentions are with my children. I, now, like, now that, you, I, know, I know you said that earlier. I'm not introducing anyone to you until I've dated them for a long time. But it's not its not because I think you're crazy or nothing. It's I'm not introducing anyone to you until I know they're a permanent fixture in my life. Well. And I don't think that's what – I don't think with that, when his situation, I don't think that's what it is. I think he's probably trying to one-up you. And no, that, he's probably not going to one-up you. No, right. I not with the one that I got. No. Well, I'm not and talking like, about – I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you in general. Like you have a huge personality, good looking woman, good mom. It's hard to one up someone like you. 
Yeah. Like everybody wants to win the breakup, right? Yeah. I don't want to win the breakup. I just want to every fuck everybody. I swear to God, I swear look, to God on my look, life. I don't I don't mean it as in you're competing against him. Yeah. You want to be the one that after the breakup is over, you're happy and not looking back. That's winning the relationship. Well, yeah. Or winning the breakup. Yeah, that's winning the breakup. The person who's sitting there still dwelling on it is lost. You want to yeah, be the person. Yeah. No, no, no. You want to be the person that's moved on and is happy and not looking back. That's well, that, that's literally me. Yeah. Like, it's so. I, I okay. So I was talking to. Dan I'm very open with Daniel, the guy that I'm dating, and so like. I, since I was a little girl, I've never dreamed of unicorns and candy and well, like I've never had a fairy tale. Like I've never been safe enough to dream about fairy tales or happy endings or anything. Cause I was abused as a child. I was traumatized as an adolescent and as an adult, obviously there's traumas there, but like, I, it's, it's really weird to like be able to like dream about a future with somebody and have like all like it's, it's scary like with all the thoughts in my head to where like I'm safe enough to where like I can visualize a future with somebody and visualize love and happiness and peace and like just like my so typically people who struggle with trauma like I do like you are always looking to create trauma and chaos in your life you are because it's a trauma response. Like if you're so used to chaos, you're going to create it. And like with the you're man, a that I'm dating, you're a product of your environment. You, yes. if, you're, if you're not, if you're not, if it's not going on, you're not used to it. Not going yeah. on. Yes. And so with like the man that I'm dating as many times as I, I think it's probably been like at least, no, not at least at the most a handful of times where I'm like, I need to back up. Like this is too much. Like this is blah, blah, blah. He like respect. He's like, you're not too much. He's like, this isn't too much for me. Like, I understand you're going through a divorce. I understand the traumas that you're going through. Like he was there the night that my ex got arrested. Like, like, and he, he's not been scared away. He just has encouraged me that I'm wonderful and I'm beautiful and you're a great mother. And you're like, just, I've never had life spoken into me before. Like I've never had joy spoken into me or happiness or like, I've always thought I was just this broken, bad child. And. Well, you're conditioned, you're conditioned from birth that if that's all you've ever known, that's all you're going to know. You, yeah. you, you have to break the cycle. You, you, I am. Yeah. And I know you are. And I'm proud of you for doing that. There's going to be some things that you say or some things you do. I'm not going to agree with. But you know what? It's not my life to live. It's my it's my job to love you and care about you. And whatever you tell me as my friend, I'm supposed to support you. Yeah. And so like whatever you're doing, if it's making you happy, it can't be wrong. Just remember that. Oh, even like when everybody else is giving you shit, it's not their life to live. It's yours. So if yeah. you're if you're happy, be happy. And if it ever gets to where you're not happy, fucking get out of it like you did whatever and i'm not even talking about like your relationship with the new guy i'm talking about everything in general whether it's your job where you live whatever when something stops making you happy you vacate that thing yeah 
that's the only way to continuously be happy for your life. You know what I mean? Like I said a while ago, you don't get another shot at this shit. And I am proud of you. And I think there are a lot of women that need to hear that you put up with it for so long because they're still putting up with it. And they got to know that on the other side, there is, there is happiness. I wish I would have left sooner knowing how free I feel now. Yeah. Like if there's any advice I can give for women out there who are struggling with whether to leave or whether, whether to stay because they're so afraid, just, just leave. Yeah. Like just leave. Like, uh, the only regret I have about my relationship is not finding my strength and voice sooner because I could have, I could have been free a long time ago because I've been begging for a divorce from this man for two years now. And I didn't know I could get one. I did. I, I like, even now, like he'll still threaten I'll contest a divorce in a month. Like my lawyer still was like, that, that doesn't matter. Well, yeah, because with like, he could contest it, but I could still pull the TPO on him and I'll get whatever the fuck I want. Like he's even threatened. To, like he doesn't, he, he doesn't have to sign the papers, but that doesn't mean you can't keep going forward. And eventually he'll, anybody that, that can test or anybody that doesn't sign the papers or somebody still holding on. What, what, what you got to do is just show him that you're not coming back. I'm not. I, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, once he realizes he's not coming back, he's he's gonna want to be just as free of you as you are of him. Which he 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 claims he is now. Like, but it's it's super weird because, like, so I'm I love bougie shit. You know that. About you me. are a, you are a very uppity bitch. Yes, I know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um. So like, and he's he's not but i love red wine and i've always like envisioned myself like drinking sharing a bottle of red wine with my significant other and like just having like wonderful conversations and like this classy environment and, like all of that stuff and so like on thanksgiving he went to somebody's house i guess the girl who he claims he's dating um he like was like oh i had a 700 bo- bottle of cab sab and it was so good and started talking about all this like this uppity shit that like I used to love for him to want to do. And I'm like, I know what you're doing. Can I ask you a question real fast? Sure. Why are y'all having those conversations? I wasn't, he was having those conversations. Like, so, he so, was, is it, so is this like him sending a text message or whatever to you saying, no, so Oh, I like, did this or whatever. He, he's the type of person that will call me to check on the kids. And, and then turn it like, into something else. Yeah. But now like back then I would obviously like overshare with him. Yeah. Until my best friend Brandy was and my sister Britt, they were like, "Stop!" And I was like, yeah, "How do absolutely. I stop that?" And I had to train my brain to stop. Yeah. And like, um, I honestly didn't even know I was emotionally or financially abused until my best friend Brandy was here, witnessed it, like witnessed him go narcissist. Like his whole yeah. eyes changed, his demeanor changed, his voice to be changed, and Brandy was like why are you hiding money from him? I'm like, oh, well, it's, it, that's just what I've been doing for a year and a half now since yeah. like, and I'm like, that's normal. And she's like, no. And my uh, best friend, Brandy got out of a narcissistic relationship to where this guy ended up like, you know, and like, she was like, no, 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 no. And when she started pointing out the abuse, she was witnesses with witnessing, I started noticing it 
Yeah. And then that's when I was like calling my mom and my sister and obviously my best friend, Brandy. I was like, how do I, how do I get out of this? He has complete control over everything since I was like laid off. Um, like, what do I do? And then we started coming up with a plan and then, yeah. And that, that, that's kind of like everybody, everybody's like fight him for money and fight him for alimony. I was like, I would rather be poor than to fight this man. That is exactly what I was going to say. That's when you find out who just wants to be done. Yeah. Uh, I would literally yeah. rather be homeless on the streets than to fight this man for any financial gain. Well, there's been enough women that's been on this show and enough women that we've counseled or not counseled enough women that have shared their story with me when I've been in counseling rooms to where they say the same thing every time. And it's just exactly what you said that they would rather be poor and not have anything held over their head anymore. They don't want any ties when a woman's done or even a man's done and they just want to be out of the situation and done. They're going to cut all ties. They're going to give you, everything that the other person wants so you'll leave them the fuck alone yeah and it's best to even, have even, be even then like yeah. he's not leaving me alone like he's more concerned with the girls meeting daniel than like you know he dropped everly my bro my brother passed away last week i didn't and know that i'm sorry sweetie thank you um, it was very unexpected. And so he keeps her Wednesday nights, so like work Thursday mornings. And then Thursday is when it happened. And I was like, please keep her another night. I just got to go to my sister's house. Yeah. And then um, like Daniel came over because I was, I was not okay. And he came over and he comforted me and he like laid with me that night. And the next morning, like we ended up oversleeping just because I was just mentally exhausted. And when Everly was dropped off, his car was still here. Um, he had already like met her at that point. So it was okay. And he just in front of Everly just started like mom shaming me and calling me names and just being nasty. And I'm like, you're not concerned with her well-being. You're just concerned with what I'm doing. Because if you're yeah. concerned with her well-being and her mental state, you would not treat me like this in front of her. Yeah, I would never do it in front of Gracie. And once again, I want you to understand what I'm about to say is my opinion. And it's not facts. Is I I would imagine that every single person has a different standard of this, mm -hmm. but like I, there's no way Gracie would have met anybody yet. And y'all, no, like when I when yeah. when Ryan when I yeah. first started dating Ryan with my Gracie, it was months before they met, and the only reason why they yeah. even interacted was because I had just gotten off of a shift, and he had came over, and we were oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you said his name twice. Hold on a second. Say it again. Say when we first Flint. started. Yeah, when we first started dating. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. I have to pee. Go piss real fast while I do this. Okay. So when me and Twit first started dating, I was very like, don't meet my daughter. Don't do this. Don't do that. And the only reason why Twit actually ended up meeting Graceland is because I had just worked like a really hard shift at the bar. I finished school that morning, worked a night shift at the bar and then had came home and I, I passed out. Like there was no waking me up. And, um, she was crying in her crib and he ended up waking up and like giving her her baba. And I broke up with him the next day for interacting with my daughter without my consent. 
Okay. Like, so I've like, I've literally always been that person, but it's very different with who I'm dating now. Cause I don't have anxiety about like his intentions are so very real and pure that I feel like even like, let's say things didn't even work out. Like, I feel like he would still be like a very good friend to me. Um, but I don't think that's the case here. Yeah, I'm not gonna give you my opinion on that because it's not my opinion I, to give you. I know. I know. For I look, I promise you, I hope the best for both of you. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like I like I said, I just think that before you say stuff like that, spend a little more time together. I don't and I'm not knocking it. There's people that fall. Look, I've met I've met people before that have met somebody. Uh, and a month later, they were married. They've been married for 50 fucking years because they knew that was their person. I've met people that have known each other for 10 years and found out person was somebody completely different than they ever fucking thought. So every every situation is different. I just know that you've been through a lot in your life from shit you shared with me. And I hope, dude, is fucking a saint from heaven sent down to protect your ass and be there for you. I just wouldn't be me if I wouldn't say baby steps don't overthink it enjoy the time but if there's red flags for either one of y'all motherfuckers run i can i can tell you right now that i have been searching so is he for a red flag and we're just like i can't find it i can't see i've asked my friends like my family have met him and they're like like randy and dennis have met them like you know like and like nobody can find anything and i'm like like everybody's like oh this is the honeymoon phase i'm like no and this I, is like his personality and it's and i pray too. and i pray that there's never one that comes up I understand that yeah. just i want everybody to protect themselves in this situation because it just seems like it's a very volatile one it is but you know best you it's your life hey look that's one thing i tell folks it is your life you fucking live it yeah. You, I'm not going to let anybody tell me how to live mine. I will take the opinions of my friends and I will listen to them. But at the end of the day, if I'm your friend, I just am supposed to be happy for you if you're happy. So regardless of all that, I just want to tell you, uh, thank you for doing what you did and leaving the situation. That was the main thing I wanted to stress tonight before we got off here. We talked about it a lot because there's a lot of women that need to get out of that situation. They need to know that it's okay to leave that situation. They need to know that the grass is greener on the other side. And the fact, yes. that, and the fact that you took the chance and decided to do what was best for you, that is huge to me. And I'm very proud of you for doing that. And you ought to be proud of your fucking self. So regardless of what anybody else says, if you're happy and they're not happy for you, fuck them. That's how I would view it. But anyway, all right. Well, I love you. I'm getting the fuck off here. You go finish the bottle of wine. What the fuck are you going to do? But uh, just thank you for doing this. You're on my second of 12 days of Christmas. And uh, whenever y'all get time in the new year, y'all come hang out with us. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, darling, if you got anything else you want to say, now it's time to say it. Otherwise, I am saying goodbye. I'm saying good night. <laughs> All right, sweetie. Well, if you need anything, and of course, there my mouse ain't working. There we go. All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. And thank each and every one of y'all for listening to the Josh Sherry podcast. We will catch you tomorrow with the third day of Christmas. Love you, Josh. Love you, sweetheart. <laughs>